congratulations. What what is this six in a row now? We are so excited. Yes, we have. Um, we were contacted by the Illinois Times that we won the best dentist office. So we're super, super excited about that. It, you know, it, it came at a really good time. You know, we don't have a lot of good news, as most, most of you guys know. There's not a lot of good news going on today. You know, it was just one of those times. And I, I just, we got that. I wanted to cry. It was so meaningful. And patients have been so amazing. I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Like it meant more to me this year than it's ever meant to me. It's been a really hard year and yeah. I know I'm not alone. I mean, it's been hard for everybody. I, I just feel like, you know, I'm not wanting to vent about my own problems, but you know, I've got three kids at school at home and I'm trying to work and, um, keep up a pace from an office that the governor shut down for three months and take care of all these people who didn't have care. And I do have my moments. And I just thought it has just been some really trying days sometimes, you know, juggling everything. And I don't know, just to have the, the people in central Illinois vote the best dentist and, and have that award given to us and, and have that phone call made and seeing that in print i just cried you know it was just so awesome yeah it's been a struggle and we love it and i love my job and i wouldn't trade it for the world it is like not even a job i i really feel like it's just my passion it's my hobby and i don't even feel like it would be work but it is just so meaningful to to be appreciated especially when times have been a little hairy you know i it's just been tough people have really suffered when we were not allowed to work in dentistry for three months. I mean, to have a situation where you can't work for one day is really tough. You know, if you can't be available to somebody on a weekend or, um, you know, because they're out of town when something happens. I mean, we're available on the weekends, but sometimes people are away and things happen. Or, you know, people can't get in when they have a crisis and they have to wait a day. That's hard. But so think about three months. I mean, it's like unfathomable. You can't even get your head around something so ridiculously crazy. Um, it was completely insane for people to have to wait three months for care. They struggled. They lived on antibiotics. They we're in emergency rooms over and over and over again in the middle of a place where they shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't have to put your life at risk in an emergency room because you have a toothache and, you know, now you're susceptible to all these other people that possibly are positive. And, you know, it's just, it was a really bad situation. And, you know, I wish I could turn back time and, and just, you know, have been there, but, you know, we were not, government was not allowing that. So, um, it was hard. It was hard to be on the end of the phone call with these people that were struggling, knowing you, you just, you know, what can you do? So I had that weighing on my shoulders for a long, long time because I cared so much about these people. And, you know, it just meant so much that those same people would vote for us as best dentists when sometimes I feel like, you know, we failed in a way where we couldn't help them, even though it wasn't our fault. So it really, really meant a lot to us. And we've, gone above and beyond to try to catch up and get everybody in and take care of everybody nonstop ever since, even to this day. So it's super special. And I, I'm so grateful. And I, I don't know, this year just meant so much. I really cried. And so did Dr. Canela. We just looked at each other and it was just like shaking, you know, we just couldn't believe it. We're so appreciative. I know so many people listening, the listeners, um, the streaming and, and all the votes that came in from, um, you know, the following the people that listen to our show and patients that we take care of in the community at large. It was just 
awesome, really just awesome. I, I, I almost as much as I've been talking about it, but I really also have no words at the same time, you know. <laughs> Well, listen, I, I, what I wanted to ask you about real quick, a little bit off the subject, but not too much, you know, you like you brought up the point that you guys had the same challenges that a lot of us have had, and some of us are still struggling right now. How as you know, with the challenges you faced, how as a high achiever did you, uh, you know, what was the secret to getting it going? Was it just basically nose to the grindstone or did you have a, a support staff or how did you get over these challenges? Well, I'm not sure we are over them, Chris. Um, I think we live in it every day, to be honest. But it's a team. It's, you know, it's not best dentist. It's it's best dental office. I mean, my team is amazing. They, They shine the light every day. They work hard every day. They show up. They give it their all. They really, really care about these people. Um... You know, they're the ones that, you know, if I'm not for if I'm forgetting something, they're right there saying, hey, don't forget this. And, um, you know, they make it happen. I turn a corner and it's done. I turn this corner and I'm doing this. And I mean, they're they're the backbone. They're my structure. They're they're the support staff. And, you know, a lot of times you you have dental offices and you go to the dental office because you love your dentist. I'm confident and I'm okay telling you people come to our dental office probably because of my staff (laughs) they i mean my staff has been with me for years decades i mean a long long time these people are passionate about healthcare, and they're passionate about taking the fear out of dentistry and you know helping you achieve your goals whatever that goal is whether it's to be functional get out of pain have a smile of your dreams whatever that is they will take you to the finish line and they they care so much i mean when someone's smile is completed they get just as much joy out of that as the patient does so i have to just shout out to my staff because they're just absolutely amazing they're unstoppable and they're amazing and they they help me they they hold me up you know there's times like i have two hands you know and i have 15 people that are in pain and i have two hands so i have moments like that where i just feel like i can't do it all and they're right there holding me up and i love it because at the end of the day we did it end of the day it's done and everybody got taken care of and everybody's patient um, it's getting better. We're, we're catching up. I mean, we're in November now and things are a lot easier than they were two months ago. That's for sure. Um, and, and it's interesting because, you know, we do have a wait list that we work at all the time and people get in all the time. And the reason we have the ability to get people in off of a cancellation list, and this is really sad, but, you know, there's people out there and I can surely speak for everybody, you know, back in March, we heard of COVID. We we may have heard somebody that knew somebody that had COVID. I think now in November, like it's in your family, it's your next door neighbor, it's everywhere. You know, you can kind of one hand all the people you know that are positive right now. Um, so, you know, we have cancellations every day because people had a direct exposure, people tested positive. Um, so those openings, they get filled from our waiting list and people get care. It's unfortunate why those openings happened, but we are managing because of it. Um, we're able to, we're able to help everybody and, you know, get through the day. And it's just all about loving your job and loving what you do and just making sure that, you know, your job on this earth is to take care of people. That's what Dr. Fauci says, and I love him. <laughs> I am his <laughs> biggest fan. I wish he were president. Can I just say that? <laughs> 
Um, I want to write him in on the ballot. That's what I wanted to do two weeks ago. I just think so much of him. But, you know, when you're a scientist, you can't be in politics. We we don't know how to be politicians, but we're really good at figuring out problems. We just can't figure out political problems. So um, I think it's just about your passion. Your passion drives you. And my staff has that same passion that I do. Um, I wish they could be legal dentists because they're that smart. Um, but it just, it falls on Dr. Kinlander and I to do it, but we have an amazing support staff that patients just love, you know, they just absolutely love my staff and they probably spend more time with my staff than me, um, you know, trying to get things figured out and appointments made and insurance, you know, my staff goes above and beyond. They, they, they work with your insurance. So you don't have to, they know exactly what your insurance will cover when you don't know the answers to those things. Um, they call on behalf of you, you know, your procedures. So your insurance company can get things approved. They just really know they're just, they're just unstoppable. They're awesome. I don't know those things. I, you know, people ask me about insurance and I just, mm, I just leave it up to the experts that it's not me. So, um, you know, just having that support team, support team and that support that you need uh, all around helps us get to where we are here, you know, today, past all this. So um, getting past it, hopefully soon. So it's, um, it's like I said, it's just super meaningful to be recognized and getting nominated is the best when you have all these challenges. But my challenges are the same challenges every dental office has. I This is not unique to Prairie Dental Group. This is dentistry in general, you know, all over the country, but especially Illinois. Illinois was especially burdened with being shut down where a lot of states didn't have this issue. So we have an Illinois very unusual and unique challenges. And I mean, you know, it's just the restaurants can attest to those same challenges. They're still struggling with this. And I, you know, I worry about our economy and I worry about all of these things. So, um, you know, hopefully we will um, start our year off a lot better in a lot better position than, than this year. Cause I, I don't need to remember anything about this year, except this award. <laughs> the award is the only thing I want to remember and everything else. I just want to leave my memories. So. I understand. Totally. <laughs> uh, let's talk cosmetic dentistry continues. And Dr. Tanya, I know that you wanted to talk a little bit about the good housekeeping article that you have coming up, you know, about uh, uh, newsstands right now. It's really cool. And uh, I like the picture and everything there. And uh, tell us a little bit about it. Oh, it's so, so, so cool. So earlier in March when all this happened and, and Illinois was shut down, Good Housekeeping in June came out with um, a really great article that I was so honored to be a part of. It was about, um, is it safe to go to the dentist? And um, I got to put a little quote in there amongst, you know, this big story. It was just one little quote from me, but I got to... Um, be interviewed. And I talked to, you know, just like anything in media, it's really funny. You, you give a two hour interview and they take one sentence, you know, and I thought, wow, they really must not have liked my interview because they only <laughs> took one time. Like, that's really wild. I thought it was going to be this whole spread. And, and I got the magazine, it was out in June and I'm reading it. I was in high V getting groceries and I saw the magazine and it was on um, one of the clips on the cover said, is it safe to go to the dentist? And I thought, oh, here it is. So I'm waiting. And I had that, you know, I go once a week and I have a big family. My cart was full. And the lady in front of me, her cart was full. And I thought, it's going to be a while. I'm going to get this magazine and thumb through it while I'm sitting here. So I did. And um, then I felt guilty because of um, COVID. And I bought the magazine because I touched it. And I didn't want to put it back on the rack. So I just bought it. And I looked through it and I thought, hmm. 
It was in my car looking at it. And there was one little line for me and that was a hit. But the article was great. It was really great. And it really took people off the ledge when they were very scared about dentistry. It talked about all the safety requirements and all the things dentistry was doing. And it was okay to go the de- to the dentist. There wasn't a reason to be afraid. And I was really proud of that. And then Soon after, I was contacted again from Hearst Publishing. Uh, They publish Women's Day and Good Housekeeping. And they wanted to do a feature on me. And I hesitated for a while because I thought, well, you just interviewed me for two hours and you put one sentence in your national magazine. Um, But that's okay. I had all the time in the world, right? So I I said, sure. But this time they did. It was it, it was great. It was a two page spread on on me. Um, I thought that was really really cool. Um, there was a very very large picture of my face. I wasn't really <laughs> happy about that. Um, I thought that was a really really big picture. <laughs> <laughs> it looked good. It looked good. Oh gosh, you could count every freckle. Um, that was really wild. But it was a great story. And it, you know what I loved most about that article because it's actually. November's issue of Good Housekeeping and Women's Day. It's it's on the newsstands right now. Um, what I loved about it, one of my passions about dentistry, because like when I was growing up, you went to the dentist because you had a cavity or you had a toothache, you know, or sometimes just for a checkup, but not always, you know. Most of my friends didn't have braces. That wasn't a big thing for our parents or my generation um, in my, you know, Chicago suburb, my little Italian suburb that I grew up in, very middle class, blue collar suburb. Um, It just wasn't a thing. You know, you didn't have like a lot of cosmetic work done. And I I went to the dentist sometimes, you know, but it, you know, then your parents went when there was a problem for themselves and some, so many of them had dentures and they got teeth pulled when something hurt. You didn't just fix a tooth. You just pulled it, you know? So that's what my memories were growing up in dentistry. So I love that this article focused on what I'm trying to transform dentistry into my small little, little piece of, you know, what I can do for dentistry. It talks about my favorite smile makeover case and how dentistry now isn't just getting your teeth filled or getting out of pain. Although it is those things, it also changes your life. When you have the smile of your dreams, your whole life changes. And I have a very favorite story. And it was a contest, uh, a national contest. It was called The Smile Story. It was, mm, I want to say it was a few years ago. It was a national contest. A lot of people heard about it. It was in a lot of magazines. People Magazine featured it. And it was a big publicity stunt through the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. And people all over the nation could apply and win the Smile Story contest. And they picked, I think it was six winners, and they broke it up geographically across the country. And it was really interesting because the Academy called me and said, hey, um, if someone in your area wins, would you volunteer and be the restoring dentist if you're if there's a candidate in your area that wins? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> really want to do that. Um, I'm so busy. You know, at the time I just had a little baby. I had Sam and I just, you know, life was busy for me. I had two, two girls, they were like seven and eight years old. And I had a a surprise baby in my forties and I'm practicing dentistry. And no, I, I really was overwhelmed at that point in my life. 
And that was the end of that phone call. And then they called again a week later. Well, listen, would you please think about doing this? I mean, the likelihood of somebody winning in central Illinois is not very strong. You know, they're going to be from Chicago or possibly St. Louis. But, you know, central Illinois is probably not going to happen. So just as long as we have a name to fill in the slot. So I said yes. Um, but I was really hesitant because I just was talking to the fact that nobody possibly would be winning from our area and it would be okay. Well, Voila. there were six winners, and one was from Litchfield. So guess he was her restoring dentist. So uh -huh. the same person called me back and just, you know, there was a lot of silence. They're like, well, yeah. <laughs> but I was fine with it. You know, it was fine. It's no big deal. I have a hard time saying no anyway. So I was excited when I read her story. Of course, I was so engaged. I was all over it once I read her story and why she won. No wonder she won. I was in, in tears reading her, her application. I can see why the panel selected her hands down. Um, charming, beautiful girl. So she she was in my dental chair for many, many months. She was really tough. She had so much work to be done. It was a collaborative event with, I worked with the lab. I, I worked with an oral surgeon. Um, we got her out of pain. Her wisdom teeth were hurting her. Her story was so compelling. Um, she had, she had a few kids. Um, she was pregnant during this time. She wasn't pregnant when we started the treatment, but then she became pregnant. So that really complicated things. Um, it complicated <laughs> my after photos, um, the end of my dental work. I couldn't work during um, her, some, two of her trimesters. It wasn't a safe time during her pregnancy to get routine dental care done. So we really had some challenges accomplishing her, but finishing her treatment. But it was awesome. The end was so awesome. So um, she stopped in, this was just like maybe a year ago maybe two years ago, recently though, um, she had stopped in, no appointment, just said she wanted to see Dr. Dasano. We didn't really know who she was. Here's, I walk into the waiting room and there's this tall, beautiful girl looking at me with sunglasses on, long strawberry blonde hair, gorgeous girl. And I asked if there was something I could do for her. And, and she said, you know, who she was. And I said, what? <laughs> She took off her sunglasses. She gave me this big hug, and she said, you changed my life. I've lost all this weight. Um, you know, her smile just lit up the room. She looks amazing. I don't have any regrets, of course. I mean, my initial phone call of saying no is just absurd when I look what happened to her life. It's really my favorite story of all time. I, I just love, I love everything about that story. She's amazing. Her life is so different now. And it really was because of her teeth and the journey of transitioning her smile was just incredible. And so that is what Good Housekeeping focused on. They put a whole tidbit on that story in that magazine. And I, I love that they did that because they had so many things they could have published and could have written about. There was, it was a very long interview. But I do love that because I think everybody can relate to something like that. I think everybody knows somebody who would benefit from sure. getting their smile turned around. Dr. Tanya, you were talking a little bit in an article about the fact that manual and, and I'm interested in this too, manual or electric toothbrushes, which one should people use? Oh, well, you know, we were talking a little bit about um, good housekeeping and there was another magazine that's doing an article um, 
on this actual topic, and I was interviewed for this as well. And I really have a lot of passion about this because I never really was a big believer in electric toothbrushes early in my career until I looked at research and watched all the white paper studies and really got a feel for what they do. And a manual brush, of course— um, is better than nothing, but a lot of um, dentists want their patients to make the switch to electric because these brushes help ensure patients get their mouth as clean as possible, and it reduces their cavity risk and the, the likelihood of them actually developing gingivitis. You know, I can tell when somebody uses an electric toothbrush versus a manual toothbrush just by looking at their oral health because their gums look amazing, and, and we don't have to do a lot at the appointment, there's very little stain. The stain falls off the teeth. You know, be, basically, it's so much more effective. Um, there's so many advantages that electric toothbrushes offer, no matter what the oral condition is, really. I mean, the brushes do the work for you. Um, many of them even feature a timer, and that lets patients brush for a full two minutes. Some even have a, what I love, my favorite feature, is some of them have a pressure indicating light, and that lets people know how much, like how hard they're brushing and then possibly damaging their gums because, you know, your toothbrushes are what's causing recession. If you press too hard on your gum tissue, they're going to recede. So, um, but these electric toothbrushes, they penetrate deep below the gum line. They disrupt the bacterial environment that, you know, the, you know, all that forms under your gums. And a lot of people are in such a hurry. They do this drive by in the mouth, I call it, um, where electric toothbrushes, they give you a better chance of accomplishing what needs done in your mouth. So I always recommend electric toothbrushes to every patient. I notice, um, Electric brushes help improve, like, uh, recession and sensitivity, um, gingivitis, a litany of things that are advantages. Also, the parents that spend a lot of money on orthodontics, if the kids aren't brushing correctly, they end up with, like, white boxes where the brackets were. And that can only be fixed by cosmetic procedures later in their life. So it's definitely a great investment. I spend a lot of time telling people the pros and cons because it is going to be an investment. It's obviously more expensive. So I am happy to talk to anybody about that if they have any specific questions and show them different examples in different studies and photos that I have taken in my career. And I can always talk to somebody about that. They just need to reach out and they can call our office for any dental questions or appointments at 217-546-0412. All right, Dr. Tanya, listen, thank you so much. Congratulations for your award and have yourself a great weekend. Thank you so much, Chris.